Welcome to the Mindful Personal Training Podcast with Dr. Clint Cepeda. Dr. Cepeda will discuss all the issues you face when losing weight, creating effective exercise design, and training with intensity. Dr. Cepeda is a health and exercise science researcher specializing in obesity, program design, and mindful behavioral changes. Be sure to stop by drclintcepeda.com for more information. And now, here is Dr. C. Well, hello, hello, hello. And welcome back. It's Mindful Personal Training with Dr. C, Dr. Clint Cepeda. Thank you once again for joining us and downloading the podcast. Uh, We give a big shout out to some of the cities and countries that are out there and it's global. So we're really excited that you guys uh, take the opportunity to spend time with us. And we have the grateful pleasure to spend time with you guys. A great shout out to Chicago again. Oh man, we love that city. Uh, Great city to visit. Great city to just be around and enjoy the diversity and everything. It is a very fit city. Don't let the cold winters fool you. So thank you once again, Chicago. I'm sure you guys are still downloading the podcast as much as possible and we enjoy it as well. This week, we got an email again and and I enjoy getting the emails. It's uh, drclintcepeda.com at yahoo.com. It's very easy to to email us and and we check it quite often actually. So thank you so much for for sending those nice notes of uh, positivity. And we checked the email and it looks like somebody had a question about home gyms. So that's what we're going to tackle. And that's what we're going to take on, especially during the summer months. You don't know if it is too hot to work out outside. You don't know if your gym membership is uh, good to go for the summer. Some of you guys want to just work out at home. You have the kids at home. So there are several different factors um, that go into a home gym. So we'll be discussing that for this podcast. And for some of you guys that have your home gym already, well, maybe we can help you uh, dissect it a little bit and help you get the most and benefit that you can with some of the things that you have. And some of you, some of you that do have your home gym and that are not currently using it, maybe we can figure out why that is the case, which quite frankly, it is a good percentage of people that do have home gyms that do not utilize them to its capacity, or they just sell them. They get rid of them. They don't even use them anymore. And, and it's just such a bad, bad, bad cycle. Well, one thing we like to focus on, uh, especially with the home gyms, the big question is, should you or shouldn't you? Second thing we'd like to tackle is what kind of equipment? Everybody asked that first, to be honest with me. What should I get? I'm going to get this. I'm going to install this and put this in there. And, and sometimes I cringe because I'm like, okay, what are you trying to do exactly? Finally, is it worth it to get a home gym? So let's tackle this and and let's take a look at an email that really had some great, great questions about how to attack their home gym, uh, if it, it's if it's even financially worth it. And we can discuss that uh, along the way. The first thing is, should you or shouldn't you? Well, that's a question for you to answer. As you know, on the uh, Mindful Personal Training podcast, we put a lot of the emphasis on you. That means the emphasis on you to answer your own questions, to dig deeper and see the shadows in your soul as you question yourself if this lift is too heavy or is it ego lifting or it's something that you can accomplish. Either way, should you or shouldn't you? For the most part, full disclosure, I have a home gym, but I designed it myself. I bought specific pieces for what I know I need to do. And my mindset's a little bit different than the average person buying a home gym. Now, what I want you to consider, let's turn around and kind of go backwards. Let's reverse engineer this real quick. Do not get caught up in cost. And I know that's the biggest thing, but When you do start to compare a cost and you know what you're buying, it ends up becoming worth it. 
If you're just buying the marketing type of, oh, buy this one piece of equipment, it'll take care of all your fitness needs. Yeah, that's going to cost you a little. And then over time, it's end up going to uh, be a piece in your garage where you just stack stuff on top of it. It gets folded up, never gets used, or it is a great, great, great clothes hanger for most people. And that's whether it's inside a garage gym or uh, in your guest room. When you design or when you talk uh, about a home gym, should you or shouldn't you, why are you even considering it? Maybe you should dig that way and start answering that question. Why are you even considering a home gym? Is it convenience? Is it the distance of a local facility that may be too far that it takes you out of your way? Is it time? Is it money? Is it getting caught up in the latest fitness machine and thinking that you need that? Well, before you start answering should you or shouldn't you, think about yourself in a personal manner. Are you one of those that love to buy things just because everybody else is buying it? Are you? And if you are, you probably should not get a home gym. And the reason why is because if your neighbor tells you of this great piece of equipment or this home gym he saw on TV or in a, a uh, online ad and it's the greatest thing, it seems like something that you could do at home and you have this grandiose dream of going, oh man, I'm, I'm at home and I'm going to do it. Many, many, many podcast episodes ago, I specifically said this, that if you are working out at home, you have to have a very fine-tuned mindset of understanding that if you are taking that on to work out at home, most people, when they see home, it's relief. It's rest. It is a place to just be around your family and take the end of the day, whether it's good or bad, and take yourself away from it. What's well, very hard to turn on that mindset of a warrior and a trainer if you turn around and don't have that separation. If you can have that separation, then more power to you. You're very far and few between. But most people, when they see their home and they come home from work, the last thing they want to do is work out. That's why it's very convenient and it's very plentiful that around that five, six o'clock time, most people get off work and they go to, straight to their local gym and they work out and it's crowded because they know when they're home, they're home. So that's one of the things of should you or shouldn't you is that when you look at your home, is it your place of rest? Is it your place where there's no work allowed? Is it your place where it's your refuge and you stay with your family and you enjoy your family time and dinner time and it's a place where you want to separate yourself from the hustle and bustle of life? If it is, don't get a home gym. Because no matter how you slice it and no matter how cheap the equipment may be or have a uh, marketing tag attached to it that you're going to be in the best shape of your life and so convenient and this, that, and the other, if you don't understand that fine-tuned separation that your home is home and your work is work, but when I get home, I can still do work, well, that's going to be tough for you guys that just don't want to do anything at home. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what your home is for. It's your refuge. It is your place. It is your people. It's, it's your time away from the hustle and bustle of life. But if you can make that separation, then yes, absolutely, you should consider getting a home gym. But at the same time, it leads to the next question. If you are considering the home gym, what are you considering it for? Now, obviously, something sparked you to go ahead and question, man, man, I got all this space in my garage or my basement or my attic or whatever, or the extension of my house. You know, I can get a couple of weights in there and have something small and put it in there and I can work out. Okay, now you're just filling space. 
You're not making the space useful. It's not productive space. You just want to fill it with something and and with the expectation that you're going to go ahead and lift. Well, now that's backward thinking again, because now you're doing it to fill space. Now you're doing it because you have thought that it would be a good thing to have because, because why? Answer the question. Why would it be a good thing to have? Is it just because you're filling space or that you're actually going to do it? Because if you're actually going to do it, what is your past history of previous gyms? Have you started memberships and never gone? Have you had other garage gyms that you created and ended up selling the pieces on Facebook Marketplace or any online uh, service and sell it for pennies on the dollar? Or have you actually made use of it, wanted to expand, wanted to get better and bought more equipment because you have more space to fill? Only you can answer that. Your past habits will predict your future and your past habits will give you all the answers you need for your present quandary which is should you or shouldn't you. For most people, you get it because it is the convenience of time. It is there. I'm going to use it. But then you go backwards and wonder, why don't you do work at your home? Because you just got off your work, your job, your occupation, your career, and you're going to do more work at home. Now, granted, you could do it, but we're talking about physical work. I'm not talking about work you take home and continuing your job after you get off. No, 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 no. That's different. Don't get those two things twisted and mixed. I'm talking about physically getting out there and getting after it. Do you realize how hard it is to get out of a commute, come home? Maybe you have to get dinner ready for the kids. Maybe you don't. Take off your clothes, change, then go work out. I don't know about your schedule, but my schedule and my home schedule doesn't work like that. Consists of coming home, getting bombarded by your children, catching up on the day, seeing what is to be done the next day, preparing for the next day, catching up on everybody's day, catching up on my wife's day. Uh, She's catching up on my day. Maybe there's something I missed during the day, something that I need to do for tomorrow. All these things do not have the straight arrow to go straight to the gym and work out. Those end up taking detouring and the next thing you know, it's 9 p.m. and go, Well, I'll do it tomorrow. I have it anyway, so it doesn't matter. And you know what? It's 9 p.m. I'm going to set up my alarm at 5 a.m. before I go to work and I'm going to go downstairs and work out. Okay. Okay. How often has it been successful? Remember, life doesn't stop. So if you're at home and you have a family, it is very hard to have a home gym. Now, if you're single, none of this probably applies to you. Maybe you got to greet your dog, take him out for a walk, and then you're ready to go. But for those of you that do listen to the podcast and do have husband, wives, spouses that need your attention and help at home, small families, big families, many multiple pets, and things that you just have to do when you get home, having a home gym is not conducive to your lifestyle because your schedule doesn't permit it. So when you ask, should you or shouldn't you, go through that thought process. Go exactly through that thought process and is it more of filling space or have you been successful successful in the past where you can work at at home and train yourself to an adequate point where it is an actual exercise workout training routine that has benefits that you could find at the local gym. So should you or shouldn't you is something you need to answer and follow that thought pattern. Next, let's say you are invested Let's say that you have been successful in the past and let's say the actual local gym that you do want to get into is just way too far and it is a lot easier time uh, constraints notwithstanding that you can do it at home. What kind of equipment do you need? Well, it just depends really, but if you want to stick with the basics, 
Everybody gets a bench. Everybody, for the most part, lately in the last three to seven years, have been getting decent sized squat cages and, and, and power racks. Okay. So you'll see that a lot in garage gyms. But I might encourage you that if you do pick up equipment, that make sure that you can kind of get equipment that is at least maybe B commercial grade, grade equipment. And the reason I say that is because if you're heading to your local Walmart and nothing against Walmart or Target, I love shopping there. But the type of equipment is not conducive for people that want to get in shape. The benches are not that big. The bars are not that strong. The weights are adequate if it's plates, but then you're looking at one inch plates or two inch plates, Olympic style plates. It's not the best in terms of variety and what you're trying to accomplish. Don't get caught up in what the picture looks like on the box. That has nothing to do with what you're trying to do. Those guys are models and they would not get caught dead using that that type of equipment. Same with me. I wouldn't buy that equipment that it doesn't fit me. Not to say that's bad. It just doesn't fit me. It doesn't fit what I'm after. It doesn't fit my style and it doesn't fit my experience. That's one of the things that you have to consider. What kind of experience do you have with the equipment? Because if you don't, I would strongly suggest finding somebody. And as a matter of fact, in the past, I have helped design and coach people to design their home gyms according to what they're trying to do. So, um, you know, once again, I'm always an email away. If you have those type of questions, I would get somebody who is a professional understands the difference between a 50 foot battle rope and a hundred foot battle rope. I would get somebody who can get you good prices and shop around and not just go to your local sporting goods shop and just buy everything that they have on the floor and go, okay, here's my home gym. Yeah. That's a waste of time and money because you're picking things that they are offering to you. Pick things that are conducive to you and what you're trying to accomplish. If you're a runner, you probably don't really need a bench. For what? You're a runner. Definitely need a treadmill. You may get a stepper. Definitely may need a power rack so you can do some plyometrics and some squats. Definitely get a hammy curl. Those are things that are conducive to the runner. Now, if you're a power lifter and you've got the space, there is no reason why you need to buy itty bitty weights. Five pounds, little tiny rubber bands. You don't need that. That's not conducive to what you're trying to do. Now, do you need 45 pound bumper plates? Absolutely. If you can afford to get it, get it. You need that power rack we talked about earlier? Yep, you need that too. But that's for a power lifter, right? What about a bodybuilder? Mm, kind of the same thing. It's a little tougher because with the bodybuilder, one of the things that a great big box gym can offer is the variety of weights to attack the body. Because remember, a bodybuilder is for aesthetics. So you want to train from head to toe. Those calves better look good in that back to bicep cut. You're looking at making sure you have white lats and, you know, your traps look great. You've got caps on those deltoid heads. All three heads are showing. Can you get that at a home gym? Uh, you're going to be spending quite a bit. So whatever it is that you're trying to go after, the type of equipment should be exactly what you're trying to train for and what you who you are as an athlete. I mean, if you're a track and field type of person, you need space in a field. Can you get that at a garage gym? It's iffy. Can you get some workout out of it? Absolutely. Could you build an entire program, off-season track and field program around it? Depends. Depends if you have somebody to help coach and depends if you have the adequate equipment to be designed in your garage in space and time. When you look at the type of equipment, cost is a, a, a problem or cost is something that you need to kind of think through. You don't have to always buy new 
a metal plate is a metal plate. Sometimes it may not look pretty, but it still weighs 45 pounds. Uh, Olympic bar nowadays. I mean, people are selling it hand over fist after the pandemic. Now all the home gyms, people want to go out and be social again. Now they have all this equipment. They're, they're getting rid of it. So shop around, look around. If you have any questions, absolutely send me an email and hopefully I can get to it in, in time and before you make that purchase good or bad. So there are ways. It doesn't have to be necessarily new all the time. The type of equipment, again, also depends on your space. What do you have? Are you, if you're in an apartment and you're trying to get a home gym, I wouldn't do it. I would not do it. If it is a type of gym just to get you warmed up for something else, like you're going to go for a run. Sure. Sure. But no, if you're living in an apartment or you're living in some confined space, I do not think that it would be conducive for you to get home gym equipment unless you're just trying to maintain or you're using it for something to warm up, loosen up ligaments, tendons, and, and get the body warm. Maybe a uh, yoga mat and some simple kettlebells and that's fine. But if you're losing, trying to lose weight and you are starting the beginning of your journey and you want to lose 30, 40, 50 pounds, uh, no, I would strongly encourage you to, to get out there and get outside your comfort box. But if you're an old school person, an old school athlete, you know exactly what you're going to get in your home gym. And if you have the space, as blessed as I am, and I really try not to use that where there's no meaning behind it, but I am, I do have enough space where my setup, I was trying to design it, everything matched. And I have enough space for what I wanted to do. And it wasn't just equipment that is just little tiny things now we got some big boy weight down there and and that's what i needed and um and, and very fortunately i do have the space for it and when you are trying to look at your equipment shop around do not get caught up in brand name equipment 45 pounds is 45 pounds doesn't matter whose name is on it they don't control the market of how much a plate should weigh 10 pounds is 10 pounds What's the difference between a 10-pound plate from Walmart and a 10-pound plate from a major training corporation? Nothing. Color, branding, it's still 10 pounds. Not saying that you have to go cheap, 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 but use your head. What makes a 10-pound plate for $1 a pound or a buck fifty a pound versus another company who's selling it for $1.75 a pound? It's still 10 pounds, right? Last time I checked, I mean, are we using new math here? Either way, when you do take a look at that, the type of equipment that you should get, something is cost effective, shop around, check out your space, match you as an athlete and as you're training yourself, does it match what you're trying to do? And if you do have the space for it, then I'll, you know, more power to you. And finally, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Uh, for me at this stage in the game, yeah, it is. It's worth it for me because I am that person that I can do it anytime I want. I want that control. I like that control. I make use of that control. And I'm one of those people to where when I buy something, it doesn't sit around because I think it's wasted money, time and effort. And it makes me feel like a fool for buying something and going, oh man, wow, that's the thing that I bought that. No, I hate that. So especially when it comes to training and, and weightlifting, when I buy something, I buy something with the full intention of using it. I do not plan on selling it off because I plan on using it. Now, if I try to upgrade, sure, it is worth it for me. And it helped me a lot during 
uh, of course, the pandemic, because I didn't have any of the problems that most people had where they were stuck and they were rushing and they were buying gym equipment that was way overpriced. Um, no, it, it didn't. I started designing it myself. I, I enjoyed the process of buying different pieces of equipment, putting it together, calling around, calling nationally, looking for companies that did free shipping. And, and a lot of them do expect to pay a pretty penny for some great equipment out there. And that's where the research comes in. Now for you, if you are new to your fitness travels and you're new to try and getting into shape, do not do the home gym because I'll tell you exactly why. And if you're offended, that's your problem. You got out of shape and it is hard for you to train because you have a connection to your home. Obviously, you don't leave your home very often to go exercise. So why would you bring exercise to a place that is a sanctuary area for you? It's not an active place. There's nothing wrong with that. You're actually trying to set yourself up for failure and you will lose. Now for the minimal statistic of people that actually do get it done, it's hard. And they'll tell you it is hard. And some of them that you do talk to uh, will kind of tell you, I, it was hard. It's hard in the beginning. Maybe I should have done the commercial gym and then take that route and then go ahead and find out exactly what I needed for my home gym. If you are having a hard time getting motivated and determined to start your journey at home, it's going to be two times, three times, four times as harder to get it going when you think that the home gym will solve your problems. It doesn't. It goes back to all the podcasts we talk about. Motivation is one thing. Determination is another. You can be motivated to buy and get excited because your new piece of equipment's coming to the house. Do you have the determination to use it enough where it's not a coat hanger? It's not an extra storage space for you. It's not something that you put your wet clothes on so it can dry. It doesn't just take up space. And the next thing you know, you want to sell it for the exact cost that you bought it for. and Nobody's going to buy it. Even if you say it's gently used, oh, absolutely it's gently used, but I'm not going to pay the same amount of price you paid. It has to be worth it in your mind, financially, time, effort, the pace of your life, how you see your home. Quite frankly, when I come home, it is home rest time and I get that, but I designed my gym to give that spark for me mentally where it's the metal line around and going, all right, it is time to hit it. But if you don't have that type of attitude, don't buy a home gym. Stay away from it. Save your money. You would benefit more from doing the whole initiation process for whatever gym or facility you get to. Pay your monthly membership and gradually ease into it and do it the way you need to do it and get away from your home so that way you can have a separation of mindset. And if you're successful, then go ahead and, and get yourself a piece of equipment because it's raining outside and you didn't feel like running or you didn't want to go to the gym. I get that. But if you're starting off and you're trying to lose weight, you're going to set yourself up for failure if you cannot have that separation we talked about earlier of should you or shouldn't you. If your home is your castle, it is not your training facility, if that is how you see it. Some people don't and they become successful, but only you can answer how you feel about your home and your sanctuary and your area of space. And if it is rough and tumble and you can make that separation, then try it. But remember, it is not for everybody. Either way, try and be as cost effective as possible. And if you have any questions at all, especially about designing, I love to help people design it. Give me a shout. 
role, we will always be there for you and making sure that you guys can have the same confidence and the same mindset that we preach on this podcast all the time. That's going to do it this week for Mindful Personal Training with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That's me, Dr. C. We appreciate all the support. And if you have any more questions, please do not hesitate to drop us a line. Stop by www.drclintcepeda.com. Cepeda, C-E-P-E-D-A. That gets misspelled all the time. We'll see you next week. Take care. Remember, stay healthy, stay well, and stay fit. Dr. Clint Cepeda has a research background in health science and exercise sports science with a focus in obesity and mindfulness. The statements made in this podcast are for educational and motivational purposes only.